0: Hey, I'm Rita and I'm Lee and welcome to the me for her
1: podcast. We are two gay women living polar opposite lives in different sides of the country here to share our thoughts and experiences on a range of topics women go through between 20 and 30.
0: Welcome back to episode 13 of the me for her pod and if you're a new listener then hello and welcome. We've had a stack of newbies in the last week. So we thought we'd go back to our core roots. Totally. And bring back the gay content. We've got to keep the lesbians happy.
1: Absolutely. And who doesn't love a good lesbian stereotype episode, really?
0: Oh my God. Seriously, I know. I can't
1: wait. Um, well, before we get started, I've actually got a funny story. Okay. Let's hear it. Um, and I've actually just had I've actually just had to check with Tate that I can share this story for well, when you hear the story you understand why. hmm But do you remember when we did our live on Instagram and you were like I want to tell my friends um, the name of my children in the future so I can Good copy them then. Yeah, yeah yeah totally Okay so at that time we didn't know the sex of our our child our, yeah. um, um, the one I'm pregnant with and, and you thought you were having a boy. Well, thought I was having a boy. And you said that you wanted Charlie for a girl and Leo for a boy. Correct. And I, 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 my eyes widened a little bit. And actually <gasps> I was like, okay, because Tay and I at the time, if we did find out we were having a girl, we're going to call her Leo. I thought you were going to say Charlie. Thank <laughs> nah. God
0: because I'm leaning towards Charlie for either gender. Okay.
1: So we were going to call her Leo. And you had just <laughs> said, said that. You wanted to copyright it, and I, and I, but I thought, no, nah, there's no problem with this. I, I was like, oh fuck me, and then I was like, there's no way, there's no way, I'm gonna have to worry about this because I'm having a boy. Then we found out we're having a girl, and I was like, holy, holy moly. shit. <laughs> anyway, we do love the name Leo for a girl. We actually yep. love boy names for girls, but we are That's not cute. going with Leo for a girl. Um we've actually got our name that we're set on. So that's why I had to ask Tay. I was like, are you sure we're not going for Leo? Because like, oh, I can have it back. You can have it back. But you know, <laughs> we don't tell anyone, uh, we don't announce our name before because we're pretty set on the name we've got, but yeah. it, it could change. Just like we were pretty set on Leo and it's changed. So, Look, yeah, it was funny. Honest, I was a
0: bit. I would have probably gifted it to you as you are my best friend. Yeah, gifted it to me. <laughs> yeah I would have gifted it to you. Like that's a big deal. You know, i wanted Leo (gasps) for a long time now. It
1: was a boy and our boy and girl could have had the same name. That would have been fun. Oh, my God. Stop it. Don't even. But (laughs) I'm not going to say who just in case um, someone knows who's listening, who this person is, but a friend of mine just found out they were pregnant. No, they knew they were pregnant, sorry, and they just found out they were having a girl and they were adamant they were having a boy and the video of them finding out made me laugh because they were just absolutely mortified but like happy but mortified and shocked and just like, wait, what?
0: <laughs> I actually saw a similar one of this chick that I know from L.A. And she was like, Ugh, a girl, which I thought was a bit
1: OTT. Um, oh, that is not okay. That yeah. makes me sad for like, the baby you know, in the belly.
0: She was trying to be funny and whatever, but I was sort of like, that's sad.
1: Um, I'm sure she'll be no. a great mom, Yeah, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, so in this ep, we're going to myth bust some of the most common lesbian stereotypes And to be honest, I didn't realise there was as many as there were until I started writing a list. I don't know about you.
1: Wow, okay, I haven't written a list because I'm just going off my knowledge of being a lesbian. <laughs> um, but, what? okay, well, what are, like, traditional lesbian stereotypes? Like, I know the most common ones would probably be, like, lipstick lesbian like more masculine i don't like the word butch but mm-hmm. the lot more masculine lesbian mm-hmm. um
0: well i think of like <clears throat> i think of growing up and you heard about the soccer lesbians and whatever and like um, like they were traditionally like a little bit more masculine had shorter hair um bit of a bigger build didn't traditionally wear like feminine clothing um but i think that's all out the window
1: today don't you Totally. Oh, absolutely. I think it has been for a long time people just had the, the idea in their head that lesbians looked a certain way and lesbians that um, that do look the more feminine or, you know, have the longer hair and wedge have always been, like, asked those questions like, are you really gay? You don't look gay. Like, Oh, <laughs> my God, how... I know. Don't you have a story about that? Oh, yes. Are you talking about the guy at the park? Yes. Yes. Tell everyone that story. Cause that's fucked up. Okay. So not long ago, I took my son to the park, one of the parks closest to our house. And this man was there with his um, two nephews and he, he was super friendly from the beginning and like just really nice. And it was just general, like park parent sort of thing, because if you're at a park and you're the only two kids, two parents, here, so you sort of tend to talk to the other person. <laughs> um, but then um, it was really weird because he was talking to me and he was asking like quite like personal questions, but I just thought he was a really friendly guy and he was telling me about his nephews and about his ex and asking me, uh, telling me, sorry, that I look like one of his relatives and to take my glasses off so he could see my eyes and then was like was he complimenting flirting? me. It was totally, totally. Like- totally. Okay. No, oh, I totally got love. you. Okay. And then, yeah, sorry. And then Tay was leaving for work when I was taking part- Oak to the park Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, randomly, and um, she's never done this. She drove down to the park, looped back around, parked at the park to say goodbye to to, to Oak again, which was really strange. And I she was, was seeing like,
0: "Seeing if you were hitting on single uncles."
1: Well, I was <laughs> like, "That's really weird and really quite annoying because he's now gonna crack it because he has to say goodbye again and he wants to go with her." Oh, to Oak, not the guy. I was like, "Sounds a bit possessive." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Too soon. Too soon. And. and and I'm married to this person. Um, and anyway, I was like, oh, hold on a second. Sorry, my wife just pulled up and Oak was running over to the car mm-hmm. and I he was like, oh, whoa, wait, like are you bi or are you gay? And I was like, oh God. Oh, like I'm married to a woman, so it doesn't really <laughs> matter what I am, but I like I identify as gay. And then um, he was like, oh, like cool. And then I went over to Tay and whatever and then I said goodbye and she drove off. And then he was just, like, absolutely shocked that I was gay and asking all these questions and, like, almost was trying to make me convince him of how gay I was and, like, if I'd ever go with men. And I was like. Are you sure? Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah. would Would I ever date a man and, like, um. It was almost like, but it wouldn't matter even if I was open to dating a man. I'm married, married, like, and he was almost no like shit. degrading the relationship
0: because oh he
1: was almost trying to like see my level of gay. And I was like, wow. married, with a child, pregnant, with a second child to the same person, <laughs> like pretty fucking committed to my to my relationship, regardless. Like, okay, okay. I- it got so weird.
0: I commend you for being polite. I feel like I would have gotten a little bit rude, to be honest, and, like, I don't know.
1: Look, when you're at the park and your kids are there and, like. Okay,
0: fair. I forgot about the the children.
1: (laughs) Or you can just leave. But, like, Oak was playing with his nephews and Mm -hmm. he was, to be be honest, you know when you're, like, that uncomfortable at that point, you don't want to get abrupt because you don't know their, and he was a big dude. Like, you don't know their limit and, like, how weird they can get and like I live literally walking distance so I didn't want him to like follow just there was a (laughs) lot involved and Oak was there and um yeah it was just really weird and then I told Tay and she was like oh I just had the weirdest feeling that's why I drove down
0: no way
1: yeah she was like I just had a really strange feeling and then yeah but he yeah he was fully just trying to gauge and he was like you don't look gay I wouldn't have picked it like um maybe because like I don't know I get my lashes done. <laughs> well, look. Um, Even though the- a lot of lesbians get their lashes done. Well, well, this is an interesting
0: topic, Lee, because, like, l- you know, you in more recent times are, are quite more feminine in the way that you dress and the way that you look. But when totally. we first started being friends, you were on the other side. You were a little yep. bit more masculine, dressing a little yep. bit more boyish, if you'll call it.
1: So, like, yep. what caused the change in you? I'm intrigued. That is a great question and one I don't know the answer to. I guess it was just I was comfortable like that at the time and now mm-hmm. I'm more comfortable like this. And um, I don't know, maybe there's more some more in-depth psychological reason to it, I don't know, but I was just a lot more <laughs> you just comfortable. just really loved that- baseball jerseys. I, I, oh, I did. We I lived in them. That. Holy moly, <laughs> we killed them. But I was just more comfortable like that then and I'm more, much more comfortable like this now. Like I hated wearing dresses in that time. Yeah. I love wearing you dresses. Do. They're so much easier. Mm. They're one piece. They're flowy. Like the wind can go up your dress and you've only got to think of one piece of clothing. Do <laughs> you know what I mean? So I love a good dress. But um, that's not to say I don't still love to dress super comfortably. I just am more comfortable of in course. the way I dress now. Um of course, just different seasons in my life, you know, Reedy. Yeah, uh, I love that for you. I, I think you've definitely changed. Like, you definitely wouldn't go out with a wife beater and a and a tie on. Sometimes a studded belt, you know, with rips yeah. on the buckle, and um, <laughs> and a boat
0: hat. Yeah, and a boat hat. No, I think I, I dabble. I dabble in both sides. I um, I can dress very gay, as you saw on the weekend. I mean. I did just buy a pair of Adidas sneakers with a gay, I like a rainbow sole.
1: <laughs> saw that. And you tagged, you tagged um, Zeb's in it and I thought maybe they were hers, but I was like, oh, they're No, she just weird. took the
0: photo. They are definitely um, mine. And um, I got lots of compliments on them actually. Um, but, yes, I do I do quite like to dress a little bit femme on occasion as well. So, you know, bit of both, bit of both.
1: Do you know what else is obviously a massive stereotype in, like, the lesbian world is one, well, one, buying a cat together, which I've yep. never done. Oh, but, my God, um, true. Neither you have I. U-hauling, haul, like, like, moving in together, like, from very, very quickly and just moving very fast, very quickly. And it's funny yes. because we actually just got a question that I just answered quickly on the Me For Her pod Instagram about, mm. like, um like like movement in life i guess with a partner like how much money should have saved when should you buy a house like oh, yeah. when should you um I'm listening I'm taking notes when should you
0: um
1: <laughs> like how soon's too soon to get married and have kids and stuff and i think it's such mm-hmm. a stereotype with lesbians that we move just way too quickly yeah but i think it's more just about like the couple and i think yes you know can we because- just remind everyone that you
0: literally were living with Tay before you got together in the same house and then you never moved out and you've lived together ever since. So if that's not an example of the U-Haul,
1: I don't know what fucking is. Hey, this is why I can talk about the U-Haul because <laughs> I have, I am a walking U-Haul story. You are. We live together and we have not, not ever lived together, which is crazy because I yeah. don't know how someone can live with me for that long. Like I'm being dead honest. I don't know like, either. It's no, crazy. <laughs> and I'm not, no, but like, I don't know. I feel like there's just some people in this world that should just live alone. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway. Yeah. So totally the U-Haul, but again, like it's worked for us. Like, yes, of course it has. And totally. again, I think it d- depends on the couple and it depends on where you're at and it depends on a lot of things. So, you know, there's straight couples that U-Haul very quickly too. So Sure, there are. <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> kidding.
0: But for me, like, it's it's the opposite. I've never lived with a partner and that sort of um, the idea of that, like, it excites me but it also scares the shit out of me because, like, living at housemates with the best of times, you drive each other at the wall. So no,
1: living with a partner is a lot easier than living with housemates, I think, because you can be you so much more honest with your partner uh, and there's not that know. awkwardness of, like, living complete opposite lives. Um, Whereas with your housemate, you you live in completely different lives and they're coming and going and you're coming and going when you're sort of in sync with your partner. That's my belief anyway. That's true. Um, Mm,
0: That makes sense.
1: Yeah. um, I definitely think stereotypes are slowly dying, I think, because you can't categorise like everyone. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not just Mm – Lesbian stereotypes, like there's a lot of stereotypes in the world and you can't just, I think people are just sort of getting to the point where you're like, well, you can't just categorise like a minority of people. So bloody true. But that doesn't mean that we can't take the piss out of lesbian stereotypes and I do believe we can because we're lesbians and we've lived (laughs) stereotypes and we are stereotypes. Um, Correct. You're literally a walking
0: U-Haul. But I guess another one that... we get a lot is, you know, do we all sleep with each other? Which I mean is sometimes not untrue. (laughs) If you live in Perth.
1: Oh my God. If you live in Perth, you literally would know that how true this is.
0: Okay. Well, like an example. Okay. When you were living in Perth? No, no, no. Current day. I have a recent Tinder match. Okay. You know who I'm talking about because you Uh know them because you have a mutual ex.
1: Oh yes, that's right. Yes.
0: Yeah. Right. And then my other good friend from another state, she also knows this person, this Tinder match, because her cousin used to date her. Yes. Yeah. And it just also happens that
1: ten years ago, I made out with her sister. Wow, <laughs> you are a big fat fucking lesbian stereotype. And do you know what's crazy is? I am in this situation. You lived. You live in Melbourne. I live yep. in Perth. This person yep. now lives in Melbourne but was living in Queensland and that's just crazy. So it's not And just our ex Perth. listens
0: to the podcast, so we're going to have to edit this out. Why?
1: <laughs> well, edit out the bit where you say we've got to edit it out. <laughs> um, but, yeah, okay, I definitely enough. think in Perth, like Perth's so small and the lesbian scene so small and there's probably some people that are going to disagree with me and be like, no, I've – only slept with people that, but you can always find a connection. There's with literally. You and someone else that you've maybe slept with or your friend slept with or an ex or, or someone's hooked like up that. with. Literally. It's exactly like the chart on the L word. Yeah. It, I can imagine it makes it so hard for straight, uh, sorry, gay girls in Perth who are trying to maybe meet someone and settle down because they'd meet them and be like, I <laughs> literally slept with my best friend. Like, yeah, you dated my ex-friend's
0: dog's housemate and we can't be together. But
1: let me just quickly touch on this. Because, okay. Because <laughs> I have, and we won't go too far into it, but I have this belief that, like, let's say I'm happily in a relationship now, right? If you yep. were to hook up with what, this is just me personally. I've been with Tate mm-hmm. for seven and a half years. I've got nearly two kids with her. We're married. So maybe it's different. If we were fresh... And whatever, but if you met one of my exes and you were like deeply like fell for that person and you genuinely, like you guys had a great connection and you Mm -hmm. got along really well, I wouldn't care. I don't know if it's because I'm like nearly 30 and I've moved on. But if it didn't work out with me and that person, that means Mm -hmm. that we weren't right for each other. And who's to say you're not right for that person? I know Mm -hmm. there's circumstances that can change that, but I just think if you break up with someone or you, you, this relationship ends and then, you know, a couple of years go by or a year goes by or whatever. I mean, if it's the next day, you're sure. But if an, a long enough time goes by that you're a friend of yours or, and your ex sort of feel like there's mutual feeling there, how do you know that mm-hmm. they're not for each other?
0: Lee, look, you know, I love op shopping. One man's trash is another man's treasure. I am all for this. Wow. <laughs> No, but Love seriously, that. i I think if, I think there's an incubation period, but I think literally, like we've just it out. There's a small pool of lesbians around. I mean, mm. we know people in Brisbane, Melbourne, Sydney, Perth mm. who've all slept with each other or had to have a common ex. Mm. Like, it's a small pool to like swim in. So oh, totally.
1: And if you do it respectfully, yeah, I just don't know who, who where there's and especially if you've moved on. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yes. You've moved on. You don't want to be with that person. They've now found someone who you happen to be friends with. I don't see a problem with it. I know if I asked my little sister this, who's straight, she'd Mm. probably have a very different answer. And Mm -hmm. But for me. Yeah, that's interesting actually. I couldn't care less if one of my friends now was with one of my exes. I couldn't care less.
0: Yeah. I think like the only exception to the rule is if it's super fresh. Totally. Um, But after that, it's free for all, you know. Do what makes you happy. <laughs> so on that note, um, you know your ex, uh, your most recent ex. Uh... <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm
1: like, no, who is it? What's, what's, another, what's
0: another stereotype? Um, this one's really common that if you're a lesbian, you automatically hate men.
1: Yeah, I feel like that one has, I, I agree, I definitely think there's that out there. I think mm-hmm. it's, that one's died a lot recently. Well, I don't know, maybe that's just me. I don't hear it as much. Mm. Um, yeah, or that you've got like daddy problems or, you know, you've got issues with men for a reason. And that's not to say that some people might, there might've been mm-hmm. a man in the woman's life that literally didn't deter them from men so terribly that they were like, I never want to be with one, mm. but you can't, again, you can't say women are gay because they hate men because I definitely don't hate men.
0: No, um, I've not do I great
1: men in my life. I actually get along with men really well. Oh
0: my God. Same. Um, I love my male besties.
1: Yeah, I I do know that that is a stereotype.
0: Agreed. Another one is that, and I sort of hate this because it makes me cringe to think, I don't know, it just makes me think of like high school or like early days of team sports, like that if you're a lesbian, you're automatically attracted to all women and you're like, checking everyone out in the change rooms when they're getting undressed, you know, like it's like Mm -hmm. ill, which is Mm -hmm. obviously untrue because if you're heterosexual, you're not going to fucking fancy every bloke that you meet. Like that's just not a thing. And it's exactly the same with lesbians, true?
1: True. And I think the thing with like if I walk into a change room and if I go to the gym, there's the pool attached, there's a pool in the gym and sometimes I walk in there's women, you know those women that are just – They'll just get changed Stuckers. and naked and stuff. Yeah, which is like good. Your choice. Yeah, I do not walk in as a seedy ass lesbian and look though? at anyone <laughs> in that way, and I never have because no, no one does unless you're. A I creeper. have those parts, and there's just not a novelty to it. I guess I think for maybe for. Um, women to walk into a men's change room or men to walk, in, the, the fact is that they don't have those parts as well, whereas we do. So, mm. I mean, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. I don't walk in and immediately check out every woman's boobs and bum in the change rooms when I walk in. Mm. Ugh, I just don't. And I, and I, and I understand that there's in the past, Women, girls have found out that someone's gay or something and then will like automatically get worried that they're trying to come on to them. It's like, come on, bro. Come on. Just because you got boobies and a bum. Yeah. Doesn't make you a chick magnet. All right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And it's, yeah, it just, that just blows my mind because you can see some women do get a little bit uncomfortable. And it's like, don't flatter yourself, Sally. I know. Sally. Karen, stop it, Karen. Just stop. You are doing. My groceries at the grocery mart. I am not <laughs> here to take your clothing off. Or <laughs> take my clothing off. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. That is the last thing I want to be doing in the middle of Farmer Jack's. <laughs> That's a Perth thing. She
0: means like oh, sorry. a like fancy a organic,
1: organic no, grocery table. No, no, not Farmer Jack's. That's peaches. Come on. Get oh, stop
0: it. Um. Okay, another one. Oh, who's the man? and Who's the woman in
1: the relationship?
0: Like, surely there's a the man, because like men rule.
1: <laughs> and this one, like, because well, you know Tay, I know, she's, yeah, she's very got a lot of masculine energy. She a lot of yeah dresses. She wears boys' clothes. She has a male-dominated job, I guess you could call it. She plays foot or played footy. And I stay well. I work two days a week, but I also stay. I'm like the stay-at-home mom. Mm-hmm. And so, but at the same time, like she's still a female. Mm-hmm. Like she is not the man in the relationship. We are just as much female as each other. We both mm-hmm. have boobs, a vagina, and a bum. And mm-hmm. that one has just always blown my mind. Like who who's the more dominating one? Who wears the pants? Like Tay. And and do you know what's funny is I I would say that I you wear do the wear, wear pants. the pants. <laughs>
0: Like and I love you, Tay. But like everyone who knows
1: Lee knows that she was yes. Oh, she but she but that's why we work. And she has said she wouldn't want it any other way because I make life very easy for her because Mm. I do everything. She's indecisive too,
0: (laughs) is she not? And you make decisions. Yes. So there you go. But having said that, a lot of people may not know this, but even heterosexual couples and each person, if you you know drill down a little deeper has masculine and feminine qualities and energies yes. and they can change throughout one's lifetime you can have a high like masculine is not necessarily manly things it's just like um like power it's um safety uh, you know you want to make people feel safe like what else is it
1: mm-hmm. i would call a mask i would say masculine energy is just like really um likes to be in control doesn't like to let yes. their guard down um, likes to have power, like you said. Um, yeah. What, like, doesn't get in touch with their emotions very much. Whereas feminine is yeah, more is nurturing. Way more sensitive and in charge with their emotions. And that's right. Yeah. And the thing is, like you said, we all have both in each other. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how much masculine energy you've got. If you identify as a female, then you're, you're a female. A,
0: she's a lady. Whoa. Like,
1: whoa. Whoa. And people have actually asked me in the past, like, does Tay, like when, I don't, when we were more exposed to more people transitioning, I should say a few years back, um, yep. I was asked by a friend, like, does Tay want to transition? And I was deeply offended by that because wow. I was like, why would you say that? Just because we're getting to know a few more people that are, and this person was b- quite masculine themselves. Mm-hmm. And I was like, cause she's got short hair and like plays footy. Mm-hmm. Um, no,
0: like, does she yep. want to transition? And I know you've got no problems with people who transition. No, but no, no, not at all. Yeah, it's yeah, it's totally.
1: Yeah, totally. Like, I feel like she's not allowed just to be like that tomboyish um, female. Mm-hmm. Uh, people being like, "Oh, she must want to transition." And again, yeah, nothing against people that want to transition, but people that transition don't identify as female. They mm-hmm. don't feel comfortable as the gender that they are in their body. Whereas Kay yep. does. She just likes to dress a certain way and there's a big freaking difference. And that doesn't mean she's she's not comfortable in being the, set, the gender that she is. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. And, you know,
0: I've got friends who are the same and um, prefer to dress in more masculine clothes. And it's at the end of the day, it comes down to whatever you're mo- most comfortable in. You know, doesn't matter exactly what clothes you wear.
1: But I just think you can't make the assumption one that someone's the male in the relationship, or that someone wants to transition because they dress a little bit differently, or their hair's a bit different, or they do like their lifestyle is a bit different. It's just, it just blows my mind. Again, stereotypes, preach, preach. Um, what about that? The fact that we try to like turned straight women, like it's a bit of fun for us. It's it's a game. Oh, you mean that girl I recruited last weekend? Kidding! <laughs> oh, I was like, um, actually, I think you did tell me about that.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, It's a funny one. Look, I mean,
1: I've got to make it clear,
0: the lesbians among us will know this, there are your spaghetti girls. They're straight until they're wet, and then they're maybe open <laughs> to different explorations. And then there's girls who are, you know, they say that they're straight and that's what they are and you respect that and that's fine. And it's like it is a bit of a common issue. If you're single and you find someone attractive and you're having a friendly chat, you don't know if they're interested in women or not. you got no idea. So sometimes you can bark up the wrong tree. But then there's other women who might be open to things, but it's never, ever a matter of, oh, let's get another one to the lesbian club. I reckon we can recruit (laughs) (laughs) it.
1: I reckon there's a lot of women out there who – I shouldn't say a lot, I, I don't know, but I just yep. think there's probably women out there who identify as straight or in a relationship but give it thought, like really give it thought and have that interest in just, I don't know, maybe a, a night with another female or mm. um, topical, I don't know, To, <laughs> for lack of a better word, like experimenting mm. um, just to see how it feels. And I, I think that there's a lot of – and I think now that – You know, people are becoming more okay with, like, their sexuality and Mm -hmm. um, I think that more people are okay with just being fluent, like not, you know, Mm -hmm. maybe I will enjoy sleeping with a female or being intimate with a female and I don't have to class myself as gay. Do you know what I mean? Whereas Mm -hmm. I think if you slept with a woman before, like, I don't know, when we were younger, if you slept with a woman, like, you were gay and I know that sounds Mm -hmm. Like, well, yeah, of course, but it no, you're not just because you sleep you're with not. a woman, it doesn't make you gay. No,
0: No, um, just like if you're gay and you sleep with a man, it doesn't make you default back to heterosexual. I mean, come on. And okay, you know, exactly. I'm quite passionate about the Kinsey scale of sexuality, which we've spoken about in the past. And actually, this is topical because I shared with you that inbox that we got from that married woman with two children who said that she found our podcast by chance and listened to that episode when we were talking about sexuality and how it's fluid and how you can be on <clears throat> how you can be on the spectrum from 0 to 10 you know one being exclusively heterosexual and 10 being exclusively homosexual mm-hmm. and she said thank you so much for explaining that to me. She's like, I've always had feelings of attractions towards women, but I identify as straight and I'm married and I'm happy and I'm with a wonderful man, but it just makes me feel better knowing that I'm not alone and that it's okay to have these feelings but identify as a different uh, orientation group, right?
1: Yeah, which is so cool that, you know, when we started this podcast, that's really what we wanted to do is even if we could just make one person and I know from the inboxes that we've got, it's been more than one person, which is, Mm-hmm. literally made it so worth it just to get on here and chat and there things that we're not experienced in you know she's married with two kids to a man but you know she she's now can understand that she's not the devil and she's not alone in feeling right. in other things and that's just that's just so made it so worth it um for mm-hmm. me and I love that and I love that people reach out and send us that sort of feedback and um I I know that we're definitely against using Labels if people, if it doesn't align with people, you and yes. I identify as a certain way, but that doesn't mm-hmm. mean that it's right for Absolutely everyone. Absolutely and-
0: If you take away the gay, bisexual and straight boxes out of life's questionnaire, it comes down to attraction. And I believe, and I know that you agree, that we have the right to be attracted to whoever we are naturally attracted to, irrespective of their sexual orientation, their gender, their race, of anything. And I believe that we should just follow our natural attraction and not be limited by what
1: society imposes upon us to prefer. You know, it's bullshit. Well, th- this um, labelling follows on to what I was just talking about with Tay as well. She can't dress the way she wants to dress and be comfortable in who she is without wanting to transition, do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there's there's now like she's just comfortable in being like that again, lack of a better word, like a tomboy. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's like, well, no, just because she likes to dress like that and likes to look like that doesn't mean she doesn't want to be a female. And, again, we can't label everyone the same. Mm -hmm. And this is nothing, like you said, against trans. Like I've got Mm -hmm. trans friends and those people are just not comfortable in their gender Mm -hmm. and that's not tape. But she shouldn't be condemned for wanting to dress that way. It's not like... You don't want to wear a dress, you want to dress like a you want to wear boys clothes. Well then just transition then. Do you know what I mean? Or you must be trans. No. No. Literally. <laughs> like, no. And it, and it,
0: and it can be flipped like if we see uh uh you know a femmy looking girl like wearing tomboy clothes, it's like, "Oh, excuse me, are you lesbian."
1: Oh, well you should be because you're wearing tomboy yeah. clothes. And how fucking yeah. dare you. Yeah. It's like, "No, you are can you, wear whatever the fuck you want." Are you wearing a band shirt, ripped jeans and Vans like mmm Are you sure? I (laughs) am. Yeah. Right now? And, the gay, like, you know, everyone's got a gator, whether it's good or bad. Like, everyone's got a gator. Broken batteries sometimes. And we'll go out and we'll see someone and we'll go, oh, yeah, that person's definitely gay. And then they're just absolutely not. There's people, honestly, that I went to high school with and, you know, I went to a soccer specialist school. Mm -hmm. They're now married to men and I flat out dead set thought that they were gay. That whole time, because just purely because of the way they dressed people that were older <laughs> than me, people that were younger than me, and because yeah. they played soccer.
0: And guess why? Because that's the stereotypes that society's yeah. imposed upon us, and we're all guilty of it, and that's okay. But just try not to make assumptions about people, always ask questions. I think, and
1: you know, and I also think that, you know, this woman that's sending that message, she is happily married, but I think that. Mm-hmm. It would be very hard for someone who, you know, who could be old, a lot of the older than us and being gay wasn't as accepted in their time. So they married someone yes. just, and it would be very hard to be living that life knowing that, hey, I, I love this person, mm-hmm. but I'm actually not comfortable in, in being with a man. Like I feel like mm-hmm. I'm sort of lying to myself and that would be really, 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 really hard to come out and say and I think mm-hmm. that, or respect to the women
0: who do that or the men,
1: Men, Men, yes, totally, men mm. as well, like who mm-hmm. are in
0: marriages and are totally petrified. Yep. But what better gift could you give your ex-partner and your family than complete honesty and being an example of living exactly who you are, you know?
1: You're right. Mm. I think it would be very hard, but I think that if there is anyone out there who is, is, I don't know, worried about coming out and living as them, them true selves or... Scared of ending a relationship with ending a relationship because they're actually attracted to the opposite sex, or just to get ending a relationship. Like your happiness is totally and a thousand percent number one. Absolutely, and you cannot live yep. in a relationship that you know doesn't isn't satisfying you. And that's hard, I know, especially if you really care for the other person, but you're not doing mm-hmm. them any favors if you're staying yep. in that relationship. Correct. Yeah. Um. Totally. So to flip the subject a little bit and we'll just touch on this before the end, but what do you think about um the message that we got in today about um when's it too soon to sort of um buy a house with someone, marriage, settle down, have kids? In your in your single mind, what would you say? In my single mind. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, <laughs> you're 31 and yeah you're at the point in your life that the next person you will be with, you potentially will hope to be that person you do all that with, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, six months. No, nah, I'm kidding. I'm just saying that because I know who's sending in the question. <laughs> I think it, it's honestly <laughs> – <I, laughs> sorry, sorry, uh, you two. Um, I'm not going to say your names. Um, I think it honestly depends on the chemistry of that relationship and where you guys are both at in life if it's fucking two months and you're u hole, so be it. You know, if it takes you a year and you've got stuff going on and then one year feels right for you, then so be it. Would I be a little bit nervous at two or three months? Sure. But I'm going to be nervous at six months to a year anyway. Like I I haven't had that experience. It's always going to be scary. And I think you just have to do what works best for you. And like at my age, like I haven't, like my mom said, I haven't got, I'm not a spring chicken anymore. I haven't got time to fucking play around so you know if you meet someone that's got similar interests and their values align with yours and I know that you agree on that that's one of the most important things and you both have common goals of where you see yourselves in the next three to five years and beyond fucking take the jump and do it yeah whole
1: yep I do agree I absolutely agree it's pretty much what I said in the in the reply when you listen back to it but uh and I have been lived together from the beginning I knew that's who I wanted to have a relationship with. That's who I saw my future with. And it's also personality types as well. I knew from the beginning and I was all in. I am that. That's the sort of person I am. I'm all in from the beginning. So cool. And I knew from the very, very beginning. And again, it's down to communication and how you both feel and where you're both at. And... um. Just need to chat about it. And if it feels right, don't fucking worry about what you think yeah. society's going to say don't or, what, or what, what those people on Instagram are going to think. Like, who cares? Yeah. If it makes you too happy, then do it. Mm-hmm. And again, I know the two people that sent in this message and I think mm-hmm. they're, they're fucking awesome happy. and great together. Yeah. And I, I hope they have a very happy, healthy, great future together. But the other
0: thing is, the other thing is you're not going to know until you try. Do you know what I mean? Like, if it's not going to
1: work out, what's the worst thing that happens? Yeah, you buy a cat together. In the I'm next not. Yeah, but I look. I'm not encouraging um, like irrational behavior and doing things on a whim. You've really got to sit down and think about it. But if it's going to make you both happy, don't worry about what may happen or what may not happen. Like, yeah, if t- if t- if I sat and worried about those things, like we wouldn't have bought a house. We wouldn't be having kids. We wouldn't have got married. Like, and it's, it's worked out for us, but if I had worried about it not working out, I I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have what I have and be as happy as I am with what I have, because I could have been so scared by all those things. Um,
0: Yeah. And you know, I've been guilty of that in the past and it's definitely something that I'm going to focus more on in a positive way, you know, in any relationships moving forward.
1: Yeah, I, I, I don't I, be a scaredy cat. I totally think it's down to you and your partner and communicating about it. We've actually had a question come in, and I didn't even—I just checked it now—about um, ending. How do you end a relationship when you still love the person but no they aren't the one? And we—I li- literally subconsciously answered Did that you? without no on the podcast about you know your happiness being more important oh, without even knowing I, that was oh, a question. Literally.
0: Did you see my reply to it? I'm gonna read it out because it's no, pretty good. No, but let me
1: just finish on that. Let me just finish what I <laughs> yeah. was saying. Like, this is the thing: is you love and you care for someone, but you know they're not the one. And I think, honestly, the best thing you can do for someone you love and care for is be honest. And it's going to be fucking hard. It's going to be so, 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 so mm-hmm. hard. But again, your happiness, and there's obviously not going to be a future, so it's going to end one way or another. And eventually, so I, it's to me, it's just going to be do it respectfully. remember your happiness is always number one and you can respect yourself and respect that person at the same time and do it as well as possible I guess amen and before I finish
0: read this out this reply I'm just gonna say that mum had a pep talk to me about our podcast um one she said that we should get someone high high profile like that footballer what's her name Moana and I was like mum we've made out She was talking about Mo and I was like, I heard, I heard the name. Yeah. (laughs) And the second thing is that she said that she thinks that we should end with something like inspirational or like a quote. So here's my quote to uh, the lady that inboxed us. Good one. Always tough. But if you know, they aren't the one, I think honesty is always the best policy. You deserve the one and they deserve someone who thinks they are the one. Love heart. The end.
1: That, that is, well, one, our parents don't have a right to give us any sort of bloody pep talk until they've listened to every episode, in all honesty. So whatever. <laughs> CK, pick up your game? Um F5. what is this? Yes, exactly. Just be honest. I think it's going to be hard. I
0: agree with you. I agree with you. Well, that's been fun. So what did we learn from today's episode? Don't ask who's the man in a lesbian relationship.
1: Do not assume that we all hate men because we're gay. Go ahead and you haul and move in together if you feel that it's the right thing to do. And Absolutely. buy a cat. If you want.
0: And buy a cat. And uh knock on your neighbor's door and see if they're a lesbian or if they'll become one so we can recruit one to our club.
1: Well. And if they're wearing a band shirt, if they're wearing a band shirt, then they definitely are. And bands, especially bands. <laughs> Just kidding.
0: Alright, guys. We'll see you next week. See you bye. bye. Love you, bye. bye follow us at me for her pod on insta see ya that was fun